I'm Ty Nichols, and recently I've been thinking that life gives us so many amazing relationships with people who are so talented and interesting, but life is going to do what it does, and we're going to grow apart and lose contact. This is what happens when you spin the block on those relationships. Join me as I have a talk with one of my new old friends. Hey y'all, so it's starting to feel like homecoming just a little bit because we've been having our little Owings Mills High School reunion the past couple of episodes and today we're continuing it just a little bit. So today I have another classmate, Brian, on the podcast. Hey. Yeah, what's up y'all? What's up? How you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, it's been great. I'm trying to think of everybody who's been on so far. Um, And I don't know, like, who you hung out with, but I believe, if I'm not mistaken, you uh, play football at some point, right? Y'all, me and Lee was on the football team. He's the one that gave me the nickname Wayne Wonder. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot all about that. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That was him. That was that was him. Yeah, so you had Alex on there. That's what's up. We went to elementary school together. We didn't hang out together in high school or nothing, but we went to like elementary school together. I don't even know if she remembers. <laughs> yeah, she was saying in her episode that um she wasn't planning on going to Owings Mills and she should have been at Pikesville. And she didn't know too many people when she originally got to Owings Mills. But um, pretty much what everybody said in their episodes so far is that by the time we all got to senior year, it's like our class was so tight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we all had our ups and downs. But for the most part, no, we, we, was like, we, we was like a family. You know what I mean? Like, we all still know of each other or at least know of each other to this day you know very true very true and I mean it's probably going to sound a little bit biased but during the time that we were there I would say that we were probably the classiest class yeah and clearly from all of these podcast episodes we are the most talented class of that oh yeah by far by far I mean look at what you doing I know Alex doing her thing I know Lee and Siobhan doing their thing oh my god (laughs) And I'm like, such a small group of people, but I know who else is in our class, who else graduated with us and the things that they've been doing. So I definitely think we have the most talented class. Always. Oh, shit. Oh, six, you know. (laughs) (laughs) That's the last good saying, too. Come on. I don't even know what 07 was. After us, I don't even know. Too many syllables, but it's, it's it's kind of probably crazy now. We probably don't even do that. So um, I know Alex said that that was her favorite class of 2006 memory. Um, and Siobhan recently said that she believes Alex was the one who uh, came up with that during she the was. game. <laughs> she, that was her. <laughs> so my question is, what was your favorite? Class of 2006 memory. Oh, my favorite class of 2006 memory. Honestly, and this is going to sound real bad, but it would have to be the last day of school because it was my birthday. Oh, really? Wow. 
Yep. Yeah, I don't Nobody knew. <laughs> I call myself I call myself the the, the the most popular of the unpopular. You know what I mean? I was just like that dude that was there. Like, what's up? <laughs> Come on now. Come on. <laughs> oh, I loved it. But no, but for real, that was um that was probably one of my favorite one of my favorite moments was uh was probably that honestly because so i was like man i'll never have to come back to this place again and i just turned 18 what <laughs> and i feel your pain because like my birthday is close to the holidays and it's just <laughs> if i don't tell people it's just like nobody's gonna know but it's i'll tell you what though one of my favorite moments is gonna sound sad my, my favorite moment was when football ended <laughs> really like here or when you stop playing uh no 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 for for, for for senior year because we uh we lost all the time so it was not fun. Okay yes let's let's pause right here real quick real quick because nobody else has talked about this in their episodes but at our high school our football team freaking sucked. <laughs> yep we sucked and it's really cool because we're actually known now there is. I don't know if you know uh, his name. He came after us. Uh, but yeah. yeah, the guy on the Buccaneers. It, the the, the story is literally called from 0-10 to the Super Bowl. And I'm just kind of sick. I'm like, oh, why couldn't that be one of us? <laughs> but I mean, listen, I feel like everybody ended up right where they were supposed to be. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, look, yeah. I, I wanted to keep playing. I actually did keep playing, um, not, in, not in college, but after the military, I, um, I, I, I moved to Oregon. I played a little bit of semi-pro and did that, but just tired of getting my head knocked around and bad knees and stuff. So, you know. Like when, when you guys say stuff like this, it really makes me feel old because for us to have so many years removed from high school, for you to be able to do that, do everything you're doing now and yeah. military, like how old are we? <laughs> About to be 35. Oh, don't remind me. Don't remind me. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I, feel so, I feel so old sometimes. Sometimes I wake up. And I'm just like, my knees crack. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, there, there's that one. Yeah. There, there's that. In the grand scheme of things, we're still very young. I get that. But oh, yeah. moments like these, conversations like these make us feel like we've been here forever. Oh, man. And I, I remember it like it was yesterday, though. I remember I remember getting hit. I remember the 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 fans i remember i remember the fight one time that we had on the uh on the field where jb cleared the field so we had to run on the field as well. i remember all of that it was crazy <laughs> and it all feels like it was yesterday but yeah jeez but it wasn't and that's what's scary cuz i'm like oh <laughs> it wasn't yesterday and it feels like it was but i know it wasn't so aside from football, what else were you into in high school? In oh, in high school, I was I was um I was a bit of a nerd. Well, I guess being nerd's cool. I guess I still am. But I was into like comics and I was into acting. I never did it really in high school. They never cast me. Uh, they always had. Uh, well, I mean, I guess I, I guess I could be frank, right? Like they always had uh, Mackenzie and the popular kids that kind of got 
those. Wait, wait, we're dropping. It's like no, but but no, I, I understand what you're saying. Um, you know, I think yeah. Ricky kind of uh, talked about it too in his episode a bit. The the theater program at Owings Mills it was really great, but it wasn't exactly friendly for the black kids. No, it wasn't. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, okay, cool. I can say. Okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> I was like, "What you saying?" I'll say. It. Cool. Yeah, exactly. It like really we weren't wasn't. doing the whiz. We weren't doing. Um, no, it didn't fiddle <laughs> on the roof. Yes. So really badly, by the way. Funny story. Funny story. Because I mean, I didn't do a whole lot of the theater stuff. <clears throat> that it was just like I was a busybody in everything and I just didn't have the time to do everything but I was originally in the production of Philo on the Roof oh wow nice yeah so <laughs> what you say yeah like it wasn't though no it was like I didn't have like a role or anything like that um I was in the ensemble and I had my one little. Uh, you were. And I had to drop out because I had my dance recital that was coming up, and I couldn't manage both practices. But yeah, like they did what into the woods freshman year. I don't mm-hmm. remember sophomore year, and then still on the roof. Oh, I'm sorry, it, the roof was sophomore year. It was kind of clicky, and it was very much like if. You didn't fit the mode of what they wanted. It wasn't there. So I was just like, cool. And it's hard to get cast in things when it's <laughs> it's a play or a musical about Jewish people. So Bro, exactly. It, it really, it really is. But I, I kind of laugh at them now. I'm like, ha ha, where, where that thing to get you now? Look at me. <laughs> Just it's, it's ironic how things happen, you know, in life and how things turn out. It like, man, it's 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 kind of cool to see where everybody's went though, because I've talked to Mackenzie before uh, the, the, in the last couple of years. And she's doing great too, and it's just so cool to see where everybody's like, like how we were all as kids, and then we, oh man, we were kids, huh? Oh. <laughs> ah, wow. We were kids and then, ooh, wow. <laughs> just, like, I don't know where you wake up and your eight-year-old has a GPA. That's how I felt today. Because they oh, got wow. yeah. oh, man. I'm somebody's mom. Yeah, like, don't remind yeah. <laughs> Wow. That's, man. Two, two ah. somebody's. Man, just, uh, just kids and just life and just stuff man that's just crazy to see that's just you know what else is crazy to see how many people still live in owens mills you know yes yes (laughs) (laughs) and even for those of us who don't live in owens mills who've moved out um like pennsylvania or other people who live down in Prince George's County, it's like you still run into people from high school. If you if you're still in this little area, you still run into people from high school. Really? Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you. So, um, one of my really good friends, Natalie, at one point she was living out here. Um, I remember I was living in Montgomery County, 
I don't know how familiar you, you are with like the rest of Maryland, but yeah, I was I'm pretty still familiar. Okay, so I was in Montgomery County, went to the gym one night, ran into uh, Darian Carter, hey. his wife. <laughs> it was random. Like we're like almost an hour away from Oldsville's, but you just run into people. Um, I don't know. I think that we we somehow stay connected. You know. That's true. I mean, yeah, I've talked to a few people from my neighborhood, even somebody that moved out here. I hung, it was just random. I literally random. And I was going to see one of my friends and their roommate just happened to be like, don't I know you? And I'm looking at him like, no, I do not know you. Cause I had just moved to like, LA like a few years so it's like I, I didn't know any you know I hadn't been to Maryland since high school so I didn't know anybody I was like what and then he explained he's like yeah he's like I know your mom I've been to your house before and I was got nervous right I was like oh uh, what <laughs> but then he explained he's like nah he's like your brother's this and, and you're this, and remember the pool? He's like, I used to live down by the... By, I was like, oh! You from the neighbor? I was like, I do know you. And it was just kind of funny. Like 20 years almost. So when was the last time you've been, I guess, in the Owens Mills area? Uh, 2015. That's a really long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So my sister, she lives in Ricerstown. Hey, okay. And she's probably going to be mad that I, I said it on here, but she lives in Ricerstown. Um, but every time I'm up there visiting her, I run into somebody from high school. And specifically, I run into somebody from class of 06. That's so there, there's still a lot of people who live out there. Really? Wow. That's Funny. I always like, you know, I, I high school and military left and then went to Oregon and then now I'm down in LA. Like I, I haven't thought about wanting to live in Maryland in years. Like, yeah. I mean, to be fair, it's it's Maryland, so a lot <laughs> of our talents are taking us to places outside of Maryland, and that that's very true. I mean, they got that new show. Uh, the town that's in Maryland now, right? But like that, but I, I, you can still only get cast out of LA. So I would have to move out here anyway. But it, no, it, it's I love I love where I'm from. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I was I was I, I was born in Long Island, really. But I moved to I moved to Maryland when I was two. So I rep Maryland, Baltimore, all the way. Like, I will always love it. Owens Mills, OMHS till I die. Like for real. But like like you said, there's limitations. Yeah. For what, for what for what a lot of people do. So, okay, you said that you were in Portland for some time and I know that in previous conversations I've had with you outside of, you know, this one, you were kind of walking me through um I guess your actor journey when you were in Portland. <laughs> yeah, so, yes. Tell me about that a little bit and what inspired you to get to the point of creating your streaming network. Okay. Well, I've always loved, I always, always loved acting um, ever since I was 10. <clears throat> but like we discussed, you know, with high school and stuff like that, just life happened. So when I got out to, 
to Portland, uh, I didn't even know anything about the the acting community out there, anything. And uh, one of my buddies was like, "I'm doing this um, this this student this little this little film." So I got so I was like, "All right, I'll help out on that." So I did that, and then. Just by chance one day, literally by chance, I was on Craigslist of all places. Back in 2012. This is back in 2012. This is a long time. This is a long time ago. And, like, I had hit hard times. Like, I'm not even ashamed to say it, right? Like, I was in my car living hard times, right? Like, like thinking I had, like, failed at, like, my journey and, like, moving out of my out of mom's house and, you know, doing that, right? So... I was just like looking for stuff by chance, and it's real funny. I found uh, there's this casting call for the show Leverage. I don't know if you know uh, the show Leverage. Aldis Hodge, uh, Timothy Hutton. Yes. Uh, yes, it's it's like a like a caper show. Anyway, they needed uh, what's called a stand-in. So what that is is that's a person that basically does all of the stunts. He does the lighting. Uh, so I stand there and I do all the acting and all the action before the actual actor does it for the cameras and everything to get the movements right and everything. So then they come in and do it for five minutes and then bye. Right. So <laughs> that's that's like an inside thing for everybody. That's that's what happens. The actors, they do it for five minutes and they're done. And then, you know, we're not really five minutes, but compared to what the other setting up takes hours. And so they can do a scene literally in five minutes and get it perfectly. So anyway, I got lucky and they picked me out of 1600 other people. Wow. And uh, it was crazy because he's the only black actor on set. So I was like, wow, that's really incredible. <laughs> so um, I he, he liked me because of the little experience I did have. So. I do that and I learn a lot. I, I, I already know how to act because, you know, that's my passion of taking acting classes. But what I do is I start watching the directors, the DPs, uh, the, the lighting people, everything like that, right? I start watching that. And then it kind of, it kind of takes off from there. It's like five months later, the show ends. I life kind of goes back to normal for a few years, and then there's this casting for a student film that I get picked in, and then somebody else wants me in the movie, and then what happens is his director, shout out to Daniel Timothy Tracy, I love him, I'll never, I, I, I always owe him for this. He came to the theater to see a student film that I was in, okay. and. I had been talking about my hashtag for like years, ever since I was on leverage, I started just kind of just promoting myself more. And so people were like, who the hell is this Maurice movement guy? Right? Like everyone's like, who is this guy? And he met me <laughs> and uh, decided that he was going to put me in a movie. And it kind of just kind of took off from there, started getting little parts everywhere. And, um, Finally got to the point where I had had enough of not really making any money or not really getting the, the, the what I what I wanted, right? I, I wanted to be a star. I wanted to be the lead, right? Why, why can't I be the lead? Why can't I be the romantic 
you know, uh, interest, right? Why do I always have to be the sidekick or, or the funny guy or what, you know, whatnot. So I was cast on this, on this show and I won't say the name of it because I'm not because of legal reasons or anything. I just, I'm, I'm just not. And the show I felt wasn't very good. Um, okay. it was kind of misogynistic. A little bit racist. <laughs> I didn't know at the time when I took the when I took the role when you know you signed the contract sometimes you don't know what, you know what's gonna be in there, and it was done with ten thousand dollars, so I had some money that saved up, so I decided that I'm gonna do the same thing but I'm gonna do it right. So I wrote a show, and I took my money and I got a bunch of people together that wanted to do the same thing that were tired of not getting theirs and i decided that it was going to be a bunch of women and minority men that i was going to bring with me to to do this thing and we shot a show and while we were shooting a show i was like well if we're going to do this i'll just start a company too so i started (laughs) my company and um we got our show on amazon i remember that yeah, yeah, it was on Amazon for for a couple of years, but we didn't make any money off of it because they don't pay you. They pay you four to ten cents per hour view. It's terrible. So, two years ago now, this is twenty twenty three, made some investments when I was uh, when I moved down here, and um, I was able to start my own television network because I wanted to be able to pay myself. But then I couldn't just make it about me. I also knew that other people had work out there that very good work. And that was, you know, just kind of just sitting there, not, not getting any kind of love or any attention. And so I called up a bunch of, uh, a bunch of friends and that had work and movies out that I know about and asked them if they wanted to put it on this platform I was building. And they said, yes. And then a year later, I got a contract with USC now to distribute their films. I got, uh, oh my god! <laughs> Several apps is we're on Fire TV and Roku, and we're, we're like competing with Netflix now, and it's great. <laughs> and so, and it and it's just you know I like I said in an interview before from Baltimore to Beverly Hills, it's kind of funny sometimes how life works out, you know. Yeah. I mean, I still do my acting and stuff like that too, but I I, I love to focus on helping other people create, you know. So. Yeah, and I think now is really a great time for a network like this to come out um, because people were home for all this time and it awakened creativity in so many people. Mm -hmm. And even just thinking back to uh, one of the early episodes I did of this podcast, um, somebody else who's on the West Coast, Alexandra, um, you know, people are trying things that they never would have thought to try before. Yep. So um, I, even people I know have gotten into writing and um, just wanting to create stage plays and screenplays and everything in between. Yes. And it's awesome. It's really awesome. And having when, a place when I see that. to exist, um, having a place for this stuff to exist to me is just great. And um, I know that there are other people who kind of have built out some streaming platforms as well, too. And just different brands in general um, are scurrying to figure out 
how to make Black history content. But I noticed that you already have a campaign that celebrates Black creators. Um, walk me through um, how you decided to make that the focus of your Black History Month content. Well, we did that last year. It actually comes from the president of my company, Bryn. Shout out to Bryn. She's great. Um, we had a focus last year. Uh, to do uh, on black creators, but we were just starting out with our second month. We didn't have much content, but this year I felt like I wanted to do it. I wanted to make it a special highlight because we have a lot, a lot, I've seen a lot of great content come out and a lot of great black actors and writers and directors and producers and whatnot. And they deserve to have their work showcased. What really got me was when I saw on Netflix, they don't even have shit for Black History Month. And I'm like, you're the biggest streaming platform in the world. You can't showcase anything. Hulu, they have a little teeny banner that says, oh, celebrate Black voices in between all this other stuff that you're looking for. Right? Like they say say that they're about it, but they're not about it. And as a Black owner, I have to be about it. Right. You know, I, I have to preach what I say and, and practice what I preach. And so, you know, I, I have a bunch of, of black creators and a bunch of a bunch of great black content on there. And I'm always looking for more. Um, but yeah, no, that just that, that speaks a lot to me, you know, especially as an actor being black uh, and just, you know, just being stereotyped all the time that just means a lot to me that that black voices have a say and every month we're going to be doing that like next month is women's women's month we're going to highlight our women creators and and actors and and, and such and things like that so we always want to try to give a voice to those that may not be able to have a voice for themselves yes and i I think it's great and it it seems intentional it doesn't seem like something that was thrown together last minute because like i said i've noticed some other brands they just start thinking about what are we going to do for black history month on february 1st and by then it's too late like it looks thrown together if you wait that long and like you said just throwing up a banner saying you know oh we celebrate black voices that's that's not enough like make it prominent you know make it look like some effort into this and that you thought about it and you see the value of black creators and you want to actually celebrate them. So kudos to you all for uh, for really putting some thought into it. Thank you. No, we, we really do. Um, I I try to put a lot of thought into, into what I do and and also into the content that we represent, you know, on, on our platform. So I, I, I appreciate you seeing that. That means a lot. Um, no, it really, it really does. You know, try to put a lot of, put a lot of thought into it and, and we will always celebrate black voices, but especially during black history month, I feel that it's important. Absolutely. You know, I mean, they give us the shortest month of the year anyway. Right. <laughs> and then they always talk about MLK, Martin Luther, uh, 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 Malcolm X, Frederick Douglass, Rosa Parks and Harry Tubman. And I'm like, that's cool. But there's so many other people out there. Right. 
Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, there, there's, I'm like, what about third grade Marshall, man? He was great. I did, I, I did my, I did my third grade uh, project on him. I loved, uh, I thought he was great. Supreme Court. Uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I, I get where you're coming from. Like going you know, on Harlem and everything, that history, I was, it was all around me. So it wasn't just hearing about, you know, MLK, Rosa Parks. We got a lot of history, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just like looking beyond that. And and not only the names that are in the history books or in the books in the library, but also the history makers in your own community. That's yep. something that I grew up uh, acknowledging, um, celebrating the teachers in, in the neighborhood and, you know, the people who are making art and who are dancing and teaching kids to dance and things like that. People who are making history right in our own backyards. On Sunday, I got to attend a play, and it's a crazy story. I'm hoping to have him on the podcast, but I literally had uh, this guy, Barry Battle, in my classroom subbing with me, and he tells me he's a playwright. And Sunday, I got to attend his play. How was it? It was great. It was it was great. I don't want to give away too much because, like I said, I want to have him on the podcast too. Okay, definitely. But, but it's it's great. Anybody out there listening, if you're in the DMV area or if you're in the South Florida area, and you want me to come through and see some art that you've made, let me know. I will be there. I want to celebrate all the people and all the things. <laughs> Bet I like that. I like that. No, oh man. See, I I, oh, I just love art, and that's what I want to do. Is cha- I want to change the world one film at a time. That that's my that's my whole purpose is to change the world. That's how I'm going to do it. So here's the point where I typically ask people, uh, you know, how can people find you or whatever. But I'm already going to put that in the description bar. So okay. I ask you, what exciting projects or initiatives do you have planned for the immediate future? Anything you can actually share. <laughs> right. Um, I have a new movie that's coming out soon. It's called Company of Shadows. Stay tuned for that. I can't give I can't give much away with that, but it, it's honestly, if you don't cry off of this movie, you don't have a heart. Oh. Like the, I, I, it was one of the hardest performances I've ever done. I, I actually had a mental. We all had mental breakdowns on set. We all cried. It was great. It was amazing. It's gonna be great. Uh, stay tuned for that. I have. Um, uh, if you haven't already checked out, check out my mattress firm commercial. Yes, it's, it's with me. If you've seen it, it's three black guys screaming at each other. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I think texting you or something, it came on I was in Virginia and <laughs> they played it like every hour on the hour. <laughs> yeah, it was it was part of the World Series package, so they were hyping it a lot. I was like, Oh wow, my dad called me and screamed and I was like, What are you doing? He's like, Pretended to be you. I'm like, Oh that's- <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> when, you watch the, when you watch the commercial, I'll link it in the description too. Yeah, definitely. It's if you love if you love funny stuff. Um, let's see. I got um, can't talk about too much else. I just signed with the new manager, 
So can't really say too much about that and what we got coming up because it's all kind of all kind of secret. But that's um, a stay tuned then. You know? Yeah, you know, just just kind of stay tuned to to me and and you know and in, in, in the network and everything and you know I'll let y'all know what's going on. <sighs> that was great, and thank you for coming out to the always. Podcast. I mean, you know, you're home, but <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for working out all the time zone differences and everything, so we could be on this platform at the same time you know <laughs> of course of course of course any any time any time whenever whenever you whenever you want that whenever you need anything i i got you so thank you You're welcome That is it for this episode. Check the episode description for information on where to find me and information about today's guest. See you next time.